Hi everyone, hi everyone. Welcome to episode 73 of Mom Pruno Space Live Show. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. I've been running my own digital marketing agency, KC Creative Marketing, for the past five years. And in this new season, I will be interviewing a successful mompreneur every Monday. And I hope that it will continue to inspire and motivate more mothers who are running their own business or those who wanted to start their own. So during the live show, you can start posting your question in the comments and we will answer them at the end of the show. So I hope you guys will enjoy this new episode. So in this new episode, we are talking about the journey from corporate job to entrepreneurship. So anybody uh, who's now having a corporate job and you have this plan of going entrepreneurship, this will be the episode that you will be interested to be tuning in. So today, um, in fact, today's guest, uh, she's someone that I've known, I think coming to about two years. And how we get to know each other is through a networking session which is conducted um, by one of my friends. I was, I was invited to be a speaker where um, I talk about the, the similarity between parenting and entrepreneurship. So she attended the workshop. And after that, when I started running my mompreneurship workshop, she also attended. Uh, she has been always, a, I would say, a lifetime learner. She's always there to learn new things. And when I had my intensive workshop for Instagram for business, she also attended. So uh, she has always been very, very supportive in whatever initiative or whatever workshop that I've been doing. So for her, she is a CFO with a telecommunication company. She's a chartered accountant, graduated from ACCA. She's an entrepreneur of a global franchise business. She's a mother of two boys, aged 21 and 19. She's also the co-founder of the Noya Sisters. So later I will get her to share more what is the Noya Sisters because it's very, very interesting. So without further ado, let me welcome Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris. Good to have you on my show. So uh, before we start, right, like I mentioned to you uh, before before we go live, is that Mm -hmm. there's a tradition that uh, every guest gets to answer the question of the day uh, before we can officially kickstart with the show okay okay so are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can start the show sure okay so the question of the day I, I guess for this right um, this question for you is very uh, I would say the, the answer that you give right will be very uh, very I would say you will be able to understand why but uh, maybe you can bring yourself out as a as of your profession okay it's because the question of the day posted by the previous guest she's also an accountant that's why she's posting this so she asked if you were to start a new business yeah. would you talk to an accountant for advice if not or if yes why okay so spend some time to think about it while I go into Facebook live to see if you are live successfully and if our audio are good to go okay then I will come okay. back to you Sure. Okay. So, Chris, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Yep. Okay. Yep. Share with share with us. Okay. Um. Actually, it's very difficult not to put myself in the accountant position <laughs> to answer that question because, mm. as as you say, I know exactly what is right. it. So, okay. But I I would like to say that if anybody would want to go onto a business, uh, I think the first 
thing that they need to do is to understand the 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 complexity, the regulation of how to set up a business. So usually, I will advise my friends right to get somebody uh, from a corporate secretarial firm uh, some advice because they basically knows the A to Z on how to set up. And usually, this kind of firm right will provide a uh, very comprehensive service from the corporate secretary part to the accounting part to to even the how to do a business planning, business casing. So looking for some expert in this area will actually shorten the, the cycle. Yeah. So as I told you, it's very difficult not to put into a position because my answer will be will be the typical accountant uh, answer where where I already know what is the processing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So, yeah. so it's really like you really need to seek an advice from an accountant from corporate sec- secretary services, yeah. is it? That yes. they're doing. Okay. And and the reason why because it's it's good for, uh, business to have a good start, especially in accounting in in knowing the numbers, right? Yeah, and you can actually cut short your your time to go and research yourself. Mm. Yeah, because they have all the answers. They actually can tell you, uh, what what to do yeah and and all the processes and things like that okay okay that's good that's good so now we can officially kick start with the show but i before before we start right um maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself so that the mm-hmm. audience get to know you and we have new people coming in hi we have john john coming in john tuning in hi john hi. john is a personal friend of mine yeah so he's also uh also has his business in coaching so mm-hmm. uh yeah so Coming back to you is like you, maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. What are you doing before? Maybe in the mm-hmm. beginning, before you became a CFO, and uh, after that, uh, and now, what are you currently doing? Because like what we have shared, you you are a CFO, you are a chartered accountant, you are entrepreneur of a global franchise mm-hmm. business, and you also uh, co-founded the Noya Sisters. So you're doing a lot of things. So maybe you can share yeah. with us uh, how how is your journey like and maybe do a short introduction and not forgetting we because for our uh for my mom space show right mm-hmm. we have audience from all around the world and uh, maybe you can share with them where are you from okay so yeah over to you okay thank you kenneth yeah thank you for having me in your live show yes um okay uh i'm chris so i'm from singapore so how i started um i started I mean, I grew up in the typical Singaporean com- uh, family of four. So I studied, okay, um, and then I, I went to a polytechnic. I took out accountancy because uh, in my early days, in my youth, I already know that this is the path that I wanted to go. So I took out accountancy and I graduated with a diploma and I went into audit. But while I'm in audit, right, the same time I... Uh, took up my ACCA on a part-time basis. So I graduated within three years and I become an accountant. So, but when, because I actually worked from the ground up, yeah. So I started from junior level to mid level, to manager level till to the current position. So all in all, I have been in corporate to coming to close to 30 years. Yeah. Wow. So all along in finance, and I move, uh, my industry is usually in the uh, IT, media, and telco space. Yeah. So that is my corporate journey. 
Yeah. So do you want to, me wow. to touch on my entrepreneurship? Wow, no, because just now you mentioned, I, I think you mm. kind of review your age at the same time. Later you can share because yeah. being in corporate for the past 30 years, so that is also very interesting. And you have been in, in the line, the accounting, the finance, mm. but, in, but in specific industry for so mm. long. So are you yeah. are you in your first job till now or there's a few uh, changes um, of company? Yeah, there, there, there are a few changes. I think all in all, I would have uh, changed about five, five company, five, mm-hmm. six company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so each move I would uh, so-called um, upgraded to a new level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also um, I, I'm, I'm someone who, who always like to uh, have a change mm. and to explore different companies, different the way how they work, and then uh, yeah, different industry. Yes. Mm. So I've been in media, media, oh. the only media company <laughs> in Singapore. Uh, we we shall enjoy that 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 stay there because mm. it's it's very dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was the, from there also. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So so interesting, interesting uh industry to be in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We we have uh we have Angeline Tio. So and hi, maybe you can say hi to Angeline. Hi, hi, Angeline. Angeline, Angeline say hi to us. So uh, Eve is also watching. Uh, watching, and we have James Neo. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, we have James Neo watching. So uh, for those who are tuning in, if you have any question for Chris uh, about her journey, about her CFO journey, and how she uh, even stepped into entrepreneurship, you can post your your question in the comments, and later we will come back to you. So like what uh, Chris you mentioned that you have changed about five jobs and every job I would say average about six years if you divide like 30 years divided uh-huh, by five yeah. so about six years which is pretty pretty much av- as an average la, if you talk about the, the whole com- the whole career path of corporate yeah. so um, and moving on you, you were saying that um, about your global franchise business yeah so I actually started this business uh, sometime in my mid-40s. So how I started basically is because uh, in my mid-40s, right, I was like coming to a crossroad. I was thinking like, uh, because work has been very monotonous starting from, uh, I still love my job, okay, I still love what I do, but it's still usually between work and home, work and home, yeah, and, and, and so during the time, I wanted to look for something, also because uh, I'm always, uh, maybe my environmental also affected how I think, mm-hmm. because uh, as a CFO, right, uh, I I believe always believe in multiple sources of income and not to rely on a single source mm. because I see how things uh, evolve in the surrounding. Mm. Um, as in, as in you you know there's now really no longer any job security because you can mm. see from the your friend's experience having also on a very high corporate level, C-level, mm-hmm. but they may be cause of company not doing well or because the company relocate to somewhere and they are made redundant. Mm. But then yeah. th- maybe we, we can we can go deep into this point because this is something mm. that I guess a lot of people 
can't really understand from that level because no. like like for you you are seeing things from a different light different angle than no. most employees because um you are working with the ceo the coo the management level so basically you are seeing from what we call the entrepreneur eye the no. boss's eyes uh so what are the things that you have seen that that makes makes you have that thought of wanting to have more multiple source of income where did that concept come from yeah, yeah. so rather because than rather because you say you're you're kind of monotonous right in in yeah. the, the 40s so yeah. most people would go and find a hobby but for you 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 instead of finding an, a hobby you went to find another source of income which is very interesting yeah, yeah. so maybe you can share with us like what how did that aha moment or how did it struck you yeah, yeah. maybe maybe you can do uh share with us some example yeah Mm. Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, right, because also from what I see or my surrounding, which is my friends facing the issue, and then also as me from uh, a finance person, okay, so you you know that um, because from a corporate person, from when I'm from a company standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, I look at the numbers. Right, I look at the books. Yeah. So I know uh, that companies need to make money. They need to answer to their shareholders. Correct? So when they, when, but certain things, if economic situation change, it affects the company business, the company doesn't, can't bring in the top line, which mm-hmm. is the revenue. Yeah. But, and yet they need to maintain their, their bottom line to be answered to the shareholders. So if the top line, which is the revenue can't come in, then they will have to manage the cost, right? Yeah. The cost. So usually in typical company, most company, the biggest items that that most company has is the staff cost. Mm. Yeah. So so I think you don't need me to really explicit say even from the like recent COVID cases, yeah. right? A lot of industry being being affected. You have the aviation industry, yeah. you have the oil and gas industry. And the papers naturally reported that they have to go through the extreme measure, even though the company doesn't want it, but to either pay cut, reduce the cost, mm. or the worst case, they will have to retrench staff. Yeah. So, so through the years, all these are actually in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, I know that. Um, we we I know that we should not uh be complacent, as in, uh anything can have happened. You won't know three years down the road, five years down the road, but can happen. I mean, mm-hmm. you are you can be in very good position now. You can be very comfortable, but we can never predict the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 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 I have all these thoughts on my mind. Uh, when I was mid forty, and coupled with, I wanted to do um, something else in a co- in additional to what I'm doing as my job, mm-hmm. uh, and that is why I I chance upon on on this business. Yeah, actually, when I for a start, uh, I know I wanted to do something, but I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's just that I, I I evaluated because as a finance person, I I'm an analyzer, yeah. so I evaluated a lot of things. So I evaluated different kinds of business, but but I wanted a business which doesn't really 
uh, need me eventually as 100% of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think most of uh, the people would have read about uh, Robert Kiyosaki book yep. of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Correct. So, so I understand the concept uh, of the four quadrant. Yeah. So I wanted to find a system which then eventually can give us give me that kind of passive income, and and. Through chances, I, 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 I met a friend uh, and I started to, um, okay, so what happened was I was also putting on weight la, at that time <laughs> <laughs> in my mid-40s. Yeah, I think, I guess it's really normal, even like for me, uh, because yesterday, uh, over the weekend, I just done a, done a live stream contest. So I was organizing it and, and a lot of contestants are in the early 20s. So I was yeah. chatting with one of them and realized, oh no, I'm turning forty next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't so, I didn't really capture, but really daunting, like you mentioned, and also the weight. I'm not like as slim as before. Uh so a lot a lot of things have been coming coming to, mm-hmm. to me. Uh even for I don't I don't think it's only happening to women, it's only ha- also happening to guys. So yeah, like like you mentioned, uh putting on weight, this is something I think a lot of the viewers can resonate with also. Yeah, because aging, I think when we age, right? Yeah, metabolic rate slow yeah. down, and all these things starts to happen. Even you don't eat a lot, you breathe, you also can put on weight. Yeah, so so I would say it's timing. Yeah, it's the timing and 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 something uh um just strike because uh I was putting on weight and then I met a friend who is a fashion designer. Uh, I used to patronize her so I know I wear what size of mm. clothes that she has yeah. yeah which is L size so but then I went to a shop I tried I couldn't fit on L anymore I need, need to go XL so that is when when it's the trigger point uh, the alarm mm. rang <laughs> and I know I need to do something then she also shared with me this this uh, 90 days program which I embarked on it mm-hmm. and then I lost 10 kg so, so after that, I become curious as to why she as she's a quite a uh, well-known fashion designer. How come she is uh, doing this business? Mm-hmm. And I she introduced me some of the her business partner who are bankers, lawyers, accountants, um, dentists, and uh, are embarking on this business, running this business. So I become curious really, and and I started to ask her more yeah so after i find out i i did my due diligence and i then says that it, this is the, the this is the business that i'm looking for mm. and eventually i i embark on it yeah so so why would you why would you say that um like example like what what was the thing that captured you other than like like, wouldn't, wouldn't you be curious like why why are doctors all these professionals they are embarking on this business like, like you mentioned you uh, as a numbered person yeah. and you will do your your research your analysis and so what is the key thing that that all these professionals even including you have seen in mm-hmm. this this uh, global franchise business what is that potential maybe you can yeah. list one thing or maybe three things yeah because basically um uh, 
like you know doctors dentists they all earn a lot of money mm. right they they lawyers especially yeah but the thing that they lack off is time yeah they are so busy uh that that they have no time to do things that they like or things that they uh, 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 want to spend with with their family yep. so so I think what we all of us see in this business right basically okay because most of us like professionals we all trade our time for money yep. yeah we need to work and then we need to in order to have the income but once we stop working our income stops Mm-mm. yeah but this this business model that uh, makes all of us see is working on the concept of leverage yeah it's instead of um, one person putting 100% effort of doing uh, a, a task yep. yeah we, we can get uh, we can build a franchise of 100 people and each contributing 1% effort yep. yeah so so uh, when when I see this concept right I, I truly say that I, I don't want to be the uh, main uh, income generator the most important person in the income generation s- stream mm. yeah if if we can have uh, leverage on all other people yep. and everybody put in a certain amount of effort, uh, the the income can be the same, but then you can actually split around among all these people. So this business work on the concept of leverage, yeah, yeah. which what makes uh it so attractive. Yeah. yeah, I think you mentioned something that that um because just now you talk about the rich dad poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki, so mm. like the ESBI. So this is something that uh, I read also because I read the book, in fact, 10 years ago, but nothing goes in until when I started my business five years ago. I mm. went to buy the book again and realized, mm. hey, how come on my shelf there's another Robert Kiyosaki book that is down there mm. that I've read and all that. So he talked about ESBI. So although we know the E stands for employee, employee yes. then S for, uh, for self-employed, but yes. it also includes specialists. Mm. Because specialists are still exchanging like doctors, lawyers, they are still exchanging their time, even dentists, for mm. money, even for yeah. accountant. So mm. that's why even though you earn a lot, but your your um, your income is equivalent to the time you put in. Like the more time you put in, like for, for bankers, the more time you put in, the more revenue you have. Yeah. Even for a doctor, if you work 72 hours, definitely you will be, be paid that, that amount of money. So that's why... Uh, the, this is what the uh, Robert Kiyosaki called that um, like you are running in the red race also you are still exchanging time for money which is on the mm-hmm. left side which is E and S so like you mentioned like um, like for your global franchise business is basically on the business side because of uh, he also shared a business could leverage on a few things on people mm-hmm. on uh, time other people's mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. other people's money or even uh, on systems or technology so yeah. these are the four leverage. So basically, um, what what would you say that the your global franchise business will be leveraging on? Um, I would say people, Mm-mm. the platform Mm-mm. itself, the system. Mm. Yeah. So because of the system already in place, uh, everything is done properly for you. Yep. Uh, so you don't need to to take care of these things yeah and you just need to um so-called leverage your people uh 
work together with them. Okay, and and together, uh, everyone succeed. So it's yeah. a win-win uh, formula for everybody. Mm. So basically, yeah. building an organization like what Robert Kiyosaki uh, stayed in business, uh, he only see business if you have more than five hundred or even like a few hundred mm. uh, packs in that business that in that organization that is considered as a business because uh, that's you are leveraging on the people first thing, second thing is also leveraging on the system, yeah. Mm. So and I guess this is also something. Uh, where when you're leveraging on people or systems, uh, basically you have more time, mm. but at the yeah. same time you also have more money. So I I I think this could be something that because for for you in finance sense, right? Uh, because you see you work you work for a few companies, you know that um systems and processes is that very important, and also the people that is that is uh, building the company at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the other thing I want to add is. Uh, it's actually a uh, people helping people business. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, in order for you to be successful, you need to help people to be successful. Mm-hmm. Then you will be successful. <laughs> yeah. So so it's a win-win. That's why I say yeah. When everybody comes together and work together as a team. Yeah. So could you say that because of that people helping people, that also give you a sense of fulfillment in building this business? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, whether is it in terms of the service that I provide or where if, whether is it in terms of offering people to be my business partner. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's both ways. Yeah. So I, I, I think you, you pointed out something that I realized that uh, doctors, dentists, lawyers, accountants, right? Um, something that is missing in their profession, yeah. which is able to help people um, and also helping them to earn an income or helping mm. them to to have the sense of fulfillment because like for doctor if you cure me okay like what kind of fulfillment would I have I just get back my health like for accountant it will be also harder because you mm. guys deal with numbers so the helping people maybe you only help your boss only but mm. you are not helping a lot of people yes yeah so I guess that that uh maybe the reason why um you would want to Focus or even spend time in in building this global franchise business. It could be because you feel the sense of fulfillment, which you don't really get much from your corporate. Although mm. um, you you love your job, you are focusing on it. So mm. um, so would you would you say that is because of yeah. all this helping people that give you the fulfillment that is missing from the job? Uh, it has which has you have been really loving it, but something is still missing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, in the job, right, in the corporate, right, uh, you have a set of KPI, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, every year you have a set of when you, when you achieve your KPI, you have the fulfillment, but it's only to yourself. Mm. You, really, you only know that, okay, I received my, this KPI, okay, I got that, my increment of my bonus or whatever, right? It's like, uh, it's, it's very restricted, I mm. think, to myself. But in this business, right, uh, when when the, the joy came, the satisfaction came when uh, you are helping other people to succeed as well. Mm. The the because it's not only to you, only it's not the monetary uh, gains, value yeah. that gains that you get, but it's helping other to whether whether it's in terms of their health, whether in terms of beauty, or even building. Uh, income for themselves mm-hmm. and 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 you you get the joy 
uh, double than what you are getting mm. from from corporate. Yeah, corporate wise is yes, you you achieve your KPI. Okay, yeah, that from it. numbers right, that's it. But but I think all of us will agree, right? Uh, whenever uh you you achieve something true by helping people, mm. the happiness that come back uh is actually tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why doing it. charity is still people still feel good. Mm, yeah, correct. Which yeah. is which is good. So the other thing is, um, I realized okay for because for me I work with a lot of mothers, uh, especially for from from age I would say thirty to forty five, and mm. a lot of them have this I would say. I would not really say midlife crisis. Like I would say a crisis in 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 their life that they realize that hey, what am I striving for? Especially at the age of forties. Like just just now I mentioned, like next year I'll be turning forties. I will be thinking like, what can I do? What should I do? Uh, should I be doing something more fulfilling or whatever? But I'm glad that I'm on this path to empower mothers to be entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. I found my my I would say my destiny or my purpose in life, uh, and I found a calling. But not uh, not many people are having that. Like for you, mm. in your forties, uh, you found your I would say the purpose and calling, mm. other than helping bosses, helping the companies. Now you're helping people to regain back their health, beauty, and even um, a a, a chance, uh, opportunity for them to even build a side income. But but would you would you say that around your peers? Um, because now your peers will be in their forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that there's a there's a common sign that a lot of them are lost in in their corporate job, and they are looking for something? W- would you say that? Because from my experience working with a lot of mothers, especially those that are in their forties, because their kids might be quite big already, they are teenagers, mm-hmm. they don't need them anymore, and suddenly they realize huh, that they have this aha moment like. Okay, now I'm alone. Then my husband has his stuff to do. He's busy with his, his job. Then my sons are all grown up. My children are all grown up. Only left me. Then mm. I've sacrificed so much, or I've spent so much time nurturing them, and now I'm alone. Do you realize? That I do not know. This is what I realize because I have some some people that's tuning in. I have uh Su Yan. I have Chris. Uh, I have Melody. Uh, so Melody is a, another mompreneur friend of mine. So she she's also okay. Pardon to say she's also in the forties. So I I see that these are really common in them as their kids grow up. So do you mm. see that common, or uh, is surfacing from your surrounding your your community? Mm. Um. Yeah. That there are, but I would say it's like quite balanced. Yeah, fifty fifty. There are people who um uh kids are are. Uh, grown up and because you know mothers right uh, when when we come motherhood okay and then we have a job yeah. uh, we, we multitask yeah. okay we, the, the focus is always on family Mm-mm. and our work so we have no time to think about ourselves yeah. yeah we have no time to think of what we really want to do because the it's very preoccupied with all these things but eventually when the kids grown up okay you are quite comfortable in the job uh, some will think of whether they 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 should do they do something. Yeah. Uh, but there also something that hold them back. Mm. Yeah, is the courage to take the first step. Okay. Yeah? Because uh, 
we can be very easily says entrepreneurship, but actually that requires require some courage. Yeah, a lot. I would say a lot of courage because I've <laughs> talked to a lot. Like they want to, they want to, but they don't have the courage. Correct. Yeah. Yes, because it's, it's doing something that you're not familiar with. So when you are doing something that you're not familiar with, uh, you, you need to really make the decision mm. that you want to do it and just do it. <laughs> Yeah. So because uh but it's is that uh moment that haha moment that you, you might find to, to take that first step out. So so there's this group of people that maybe still thinking mm, yeah, yeah. but uh not sure. Yeah. But also there's another group of people who says who will feel that okay, uh, no, I'm very comfortable. Yep. Um, I still think my job is okay. Mm. Uh, uh, um, it's okay, my kids are big, then they might want to develop their own hobbies. Yeah. So I would say there's a mix, actually. Mm. So for, yeah. for you, your circle is pretty much balanced, like 50-50. Yes. Okay. correct. Yeah. So coming back to you, right, because you, you say that you need a, people need a lot of courage. So where do you find your courage? Like to really make the decision, especially you being a CFO. Okay. Because for um so so is I told you when when I have that fear, right? Yeah. That fear. Uh and I know that I uh is if anything is to happen, uh I want to maintain my current lifestyle. If mm. I can't want to maintain my, my currency if anything will happen I mean I'm I'm reaching the the, the five already <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like <laughs> so you 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 and what if that something happened and you you don't know whether how the environment will change how the economic situation will change will you be still getting the same um, salary salary same job, job same boss and, and yeah, and you know there are so many accountants out there. You throw a stone, <laughs> you can hit an accountant already. But I would right. say like accountant is one thing, but CFO there's not a lot, right? Um yeah, but then it also depends on they can train, right? You are senior finance manager, okay? You, you know the the, the pay differential. Right? Mm, yeah. They can train somebody in their assisting organization mm. to do what you can do. Right and 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 lesser your and lesser yeah the pay. <laughs> correct and lesser okay and then you you won't know when you go out with the current situation if people know that you are desperate they will low really, you they, yeah they will pay you lesser see whether like you want that. or not <laughs> right so so but I have that fear so. And then the, uh, on the other hand, what excites me is, is having seen the business model and having really seen that it can give me a passive income. Mm. It can give me the freedom of time. And that made me tell myself that uh, I have nothing to lose, actually. Mm. Yeah, I have nothing to lose. The only thing I need to do is uh, use my spare time Mm. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to work, I still work. Yep. Okay, I must maintain my professionalism yep. to deliver what my company pays me to do. But I have pockets of time after work, weekends to do to develop my business. Yeah, 
So so it just take that little courage, the courage, and then uh, make up the decision. It's just the decision to to just uh, uh, step out mm. and do it. I think I think eventually, if you find your why, uh, you will find your how. Okay. Yeah. So what is what is your why? Yeah. So for me, my why is is my family. Mm. Yeah, my kids. Uh, my eventual retirement because, you know, kids. Uh, nowadays. The youngsters, right? My kids, my son, already twenty one years old. Okay, mm. uh, after army, he still need to study, and and now it's very tough for youngsters to come out. Like you see, you no, know, the the batch of graduates like this year when they come right. out, many face without a job. Yep. Uh, because of COVID situation, <laughs> yeah, people are losing job, and the new batch come out no job. Yep. So I I want my kids, my son, uh to have the freedom to do what, what they want and not need to support the family, mm. uh, support the parents. I mean, you I want to worry to be, about both of you. Correct. I want to be able to be self-sufficient and I support myself and they are free to, to do whatever they like, their passion. Yeah. And, and I really can enjoy my retirement and not that when... Because it's quite... When I kind of think of it, it's quite pathetic, right? When we always say that we want under 65, mm. uh, we retire. But then at the time of retire, we don't have income. Correct. Then we don't have income, we have to dig into our saving. Then, then that time, your, your mindset is different already. You will start to think, uh, maybe I should not be spending so much. Okay. I'll save a bit because I know income already. Yeah, but you're supposed to retire. You're supposed to enjoy right? so-called. It's not what? to retire pathetically. Yeah, correct. You, you 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 want to because you put in so much hard work mm. in your early days. You really want to be able like well, I want to bring my parents to, to travel. Yeah. I want to go to meet my kids. Yeah. So when it comes to think of that, uh, you just have to work towards what can give you that thing that you want. I guess like like when you talk about like work until sixty five years, so meaning that most of us would have worked about forty years if yeah. we are in a corporate job and even a lot of people nowadays um, like my parents era a lot of them are not retiring yet they can't yeah. retire yeah. because of the expenses even they are earning like like five figures it's still not enough because of expenses and and over the years um, human beings are like that when you are comfortable you go for another level you go for another level but when you reach that 65 years old and you are at that level of luxury or even mm. even don't say luxury like comfortable yeah. like normal yeah. but it's still a very far-fetched if you do without an income and you only have yeah. one source of income like you mentioned like now like in your 40s you're thinking about it which is not too late but at least you you found a platform that you can build it like you you meant uh like you mentioned you are in your global fin- uh, franchise business for four years and i from what i know that you have achieved a certain success that then now you're helping other people to achieve that success at the same time. So what would you say? What because for you 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 mentioned about pick, taking out your spare time to focus on the business, to on your global franchise business, which mm. I also see that a lot of people wants to do that, but they they can't do that because it's the amount of work, amount of time, 
It's not about the number of years that you spend in this business. It's about the number of time mm. uh, that you you commit into this business. Mm. So, so what would you say is the, I would say, the reason for your success today, the work that you put in. Mm. For is me, it? I, I. I have a job, right? So, so I find pockets of time, as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. that is in to because uh, no matter what business you are, you do lah. I mean, it, it not not my business or you go into other business. You 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 will still need to commit certain amount of effort, mm-hmm. and effort translate to time. And it's I think every one of us has twenty four hours. <laughs> you don't have more than me, and I don't yeah. have more than you, right? So it's a matter of uh, managing your activities, the priorities, and how you how you segregate your your tasks, and uh, find that pockets of times to to do it. Because as long as you um, go back to why, law, as long as you have that compelling so the why reason, that push, pushes yeah, you correct. to be disciplined. I would say I would say that because of your profession you are disciplined when you want to do something you will just know it do it and you'll be mm. disciplined you'll commit into that because you use the the amount of professionalism in your corporate job into mm. your business because i would i would say that uh for me even running my business for five years right my initial two years was because i'm not a very disciplined person mm. i used to do sales so sales yeah. people typically were not disciplined mm. um so when it comes to business it's really being disciplined really sit down to do the things that you don't like to do mm. like really a chore but i yeah. i really a- applaud like um like profession professional like you uh, accountant even for lawyers they really can can really commit it's whether you like it or not you still will do it so that is the, that that co- the the co- commitment that you need to put it in, into the business is regardless whether what type of business that you mentioned mm. even a, a hawker every day you need to wake up at 4 o'clock go mm. to the market go and buy things you start to cook and by 7 or 6 or 7 you need to prepare your, your, your food there already mm. so it's that commitment right. you, whether you're forcing or not you will still do it so mm. I, I would say that, um, that w- would, would you say that is your discipline and commitment in your global franchise business, although you are taking out like do, building it part time, is is that the the one of the reason? Yeah, yeah. So so I do have have so called daily tasks that I set for myself that I want to complete. So yeah, because I am a so I say uh, a structured person, so yeah. I must have schedule <laughs> to follow, yeah. and then I will force myself to to uh, do it la. like um, like the period of work from home right uh, this period of work from home so you're always finding things I realize that you're always finding things to do <laughs> yeah I mean the period of work from initially when we started work from home we, we thought that I, I thought that wow uh, now I can cut down the commute time uh, and maybe I can sleep later uh, I can wake up later <laughs> and then but then but once your momentum is is disrupted right yeah. when you wake up later you find that you lost a lot of time yeah you lost a lot of time and because uh, at home you you also can be quite easily distracted yeah, tempted. Yeah. so after after that one the first week trial I decide that no I shall wake up the same time as the as I go to work yeah yeah, as though I need the commute. So right. 
So maybe the commute time I can do some exercise workout before I uh, sit down on my uh, in front of my laptop to start mm. to work and and really okay twelve o'clock then I go for the lunch. <laughs> so I I have to have that structured plan. If not, it's like we'll go haywire oh, yeah. and yeah yeah yeah. Totally understand and totally agree because that was what I shared in one of my Facebook live talking about uh, what are the tips for working from home. Yeah, you you yeah. just mentioned like you still need to wake up at, at a specific time. Uh, you just replace the the commuting time with something that can what I call the morning routine. You mm. need to have so that your body know. Hey, now it's time to work. Yeah, yeah. if not you will know all the way. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so for the first week I try I oh, cannot must go back to to the uh to the usual schedule, time. Yeah. Yes. Correct, correct. Yeah. So so that that is really good. So at the at the same time, right, because today's topic is about the journey from corporate job to entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So would you advise uh, someone to leave their job if they have built a like a side income or on what circumstances would they would you advise them? Yeah, then mm. to leave the leave the job to pursue the business. What would you? Uh, what would be your advice for them? I mean, uh, I feel that is uh to have to build an alternative stream of income, right? You you don't need to uh so called immediately uh go into it. You yeah. can actually do it part time, like like I'm I'm actually doing part time. Uh, as long as you can manage your your activities as as your time. Yeah. As to when you you think uh that you can you would like to quit, it actually depends on on how far you bring this business, mm. how uh comfortable you are. Uh and like for me, I I basically I can manage both both sides. Yeah, basically yeah. you're enjoying like like I mentioned to you before it's like you you have one of the rare cases that I've I've known that mm. you have a good job with a good boss that's understandable, that's understanding, that allows you to build that means uh build a a business on the side. But definitely it has to be non conflicting. Yeah. Uh it's very rare. It's very rare to find a, a boss that's understanding, that understand and allows you to do that. But I also believe that because of your professionalism, you still deliver what you you need to deliver yeah. to him as a as a staff. Uh, at the same time, have, having it's rare to see see success in both sides. That means in your job in that. So like you like you mentioned, is to really uh see what how comfortable. Like for you, I guess it's like the best of both worlds is rare, but you you seems yeah. to to do it and it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I'm I'm very blessed. That I I have I'm in a good company, good job. So I I I still like what I do because um in corporate right, you also very faced with very dynamic, uh situation, mm-hmm. and each time you can learn, yeah. And this experience is also very valuable, yeah. So then at the same time, so that's why um. Yeah, I really got that gratitude that I'm, mm. I'm blessed with both worlds, and at the same time, I can fulfill my personal goals, on having to build a business, uh, on the side. Yeah, although I see that sometimes not everybody can have that luxuries. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, but it's always okay to start something, uh, on the side. Uh, 
um, side hustle bes- yep. beside your main job. Yeah, until you feel that it's the time. I think you yourself will know when is the time. Correct. Yeah, to to really transition to to your business. Mm. Yes, that's yeah. very good. Thanks, thanks for your advice. And also, um. Like other than being a CFO and also an entrepreneur of a global franchise business, you are also uh, co-founded the Noya Sisters. Maybe you can share with the audience what is no- the Noya Sisters about. Okay, yeah. so basically, uh, the Noya Sister is is for uh, is by me and my sister. So we wanted to share with uh, everybody um, um, how we, the main vision is actually to empower women. Uh, with beauty, health, as well as financial opportunity. Mm. So why we are called the Noya Sisters? So basically, okay, we are not 100% Noya. <laughs> I, I think not even uh, 25%. My grandma is half Noya, but because uh, then my mom, right? Then my mom would be one quarter. But yeah. Because of my upbringing, yeah. Mm. So my, my parents and my uncles, they are all brought up by our great grandmother who is hundred percent Noya. So the oh, culture has been imparted now. Yeah, then plus me has been staying with my grandma uh during my um primary school days hmm. for six years, primary one to primary six I, I stay at her place because my primary school was near her house. Hmm. So so I was being influenced by the the culture and Definitely. and correct and then we, we both love the kabaya, the Noya costume, yeah. and and the accessories and the food, especially, especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah and the kueh, yeah. So so both of us are like brainstorming uh, what name to call call our uh, our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and and this this name uh, came out. So other than sharing what we love, okay, in terms of the health beauties, um, and we thought. We can incorporate some uh, Nonia's cultures or, or, or cuisines mm, definitely. Uh, by sharing with other people as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good because it now it's very rare for heritage to pass down, mm. and we are we are seeing lesser and lesser Panarakan uh, mm-hmm. in Singapore. So it's going mm. to be like really like even even how many percent also don't have really. So it's mm. always good, and and I really wish you all. Um, be able to fulfill your mission uh, to empower women's um, in health, beauty, and, and also um, providing them with financial opportunity. So um, time really flies. I really want to have you to share more about your journey from corporate job to entrepreneurship. Um, but maybe you can share with the audience how can they get connected with you? Oh, okay. Uh, they can actually uh, add me as Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we can connect connect via Facebook or like our Noya sister page. Yeah. Mm. So and just leave me a message. Uh, PM me. I'll definitely reply. Okay. Yeah. So for those who are tuning in and watching the replay, I've included the the links in the description, so you guys you guys can check it out. Uh, all the social media links for the Noya sisters and also for Chris' uh personal uh Facebook profile is also included. Uh, in the description all the links are there so uh, last but not least like I mentioned there's a tradition yeah. that every guest get to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so Chris are you ready with your question of the day mm, okay yeah okay uh, share it with us okay so I mean um, yeah today we are talking about entrepreneurship right so uh, actually a lot of mothers 
out there um, wanted to start the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they are, the most feedback that I got is that they 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 would like to have owned the business, but they have no time. They want to own the business, but they have no time. They have no time. Yeah. So what would the next guess? What would the answer to to what advice would you give mm. for this mom? Ah, okay, yeah. interesting. Wow, that that is a very hard, difficult question. Yeah, that's mm. really a very difficult question. <laughs> so the question is, uh, what would you what would you advise? Is it what would you advise? Mm, advice a mother. Uh, the mother. Okay. Who yeah. wanted to to start a business? But say but, that they don't have time. Yeah, at the same time, say they don't have time. Okay, what would you advise? Okay, let me just write down. Uh, advise a mother who wanted to start a business but don't have the time. Yeah, but okay. they say they don't have the time. Yeah. But they say they don't have the time okay that's a very good question so uh for those who are tuning in hi jolene okay we have we have jolene we have jolene we have kenneth kwan uh mm. we have tony oh. <laughs> anyone that you know is there any of your friends so then we have joshua joshua mm. e okay and also uh if say hi to us hi hello uh, hi so we have jolene coming in <laughs> Hi Jolene. Hi Jolene. I don't know which Jolene. Yeah. I have a friend. Uh, Jolene is the uh, one yeah. that uh, attended my workshop. I maybe oh, from okay, the same okay. batch as you. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have any question, uh, even after the live, you guys can still post in the comments. Uh, Chris and I will be more than glad to answer your questions. Okay. So, yeah. so for Chris, question of the day is a bit long, but uh, let me just share with all of you. So Chris, uh, question of the day out to you guys. The audience and also to the next guest is what would you advise a mother who wanted to start a business but they say they don't have the time okay i repeat again the question of the day posted by chris is what would you advise a mother who's wanted to start a business but they say they don't have the time okay so this question of the day go out to all the audience and also to the next guest so get ready with your answer um uh, especially the next guest Okay, so um, before we wrap up, Chris, any last advice for the mothers um, who's thinking of stepping into business or even pursuing their passion? What would you? What would be your last advice? Mm. Um. Okay, I I would say that for mothers who wanted to craft something up for themselves, uh, uh, look around, uh, think around because now there's also a lot of opportunity out there. So look around for all this opportunity. See what you can connect with, what we connect with. Uh, uh, okay, back to my question. Study, study mm. uh, the business plan. Uh, study whatever. Uh, and uh, analyze the kind of business that you're going to eat, be in. It will be, be helping you to achieve what you wanted. Yeah, and as long as you did your checks, your your due diligence and then just make up your mind and just do it yeah. wow wow that the, the the last part is very important just do it after you've yeah. done everything because a mm. lot of time people a lot of uh, mothers think too much and mm-hmm. they never do it 
thing ready yeah. then put it one side then after a few more years then they start doing it so thanks mm. a lot Chris uh, really really had a great chat with you uh, finally got you onto the show for you to share your experiences uh, because this is very golden because a lot of people are uh, scared of stepping into entrepreneurship it doesn't mean that you really need to build a business that you had to focus 100% like Chris mm. he, she's having the best of over because of management discipline and commitment the most important thing so um, the thing uh, the thing will work is whether you make it work. So mm-hmm. uh, thanks a lot, uh, everyone. So let's Thank see. You, Pat, no problem, no problem. Me. Okay, so thanks a lot for those that are still staying on. Uh, Lisa just come in. So Lisa, you can just uh, watch the replay. So thank you for tuning in. And for those who are watching the replay, thanks uh, uh, thanks again for watching to, to the end. And last but not least, uh, I'm Kenneth here signing off with Chris. Thank you for watching this episode of Mompreneur Space Live Show. And I will see you guys in the next episode next week. See you guys. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.